Welcome to the Rainsville Educational Podcast. This podcast is used to help train and equip believers to become effective disciple makers to serve God's kingdom through the local church. We hope you enjoy this week's session of The Rep. Welcome back to another week here on The Rep. And today's quote, uh, you've all heard it, I know, but bear with me. J.C. Ryle once said, it takes the whole Bible to make a whole Christian. There's a lot of wisdom there and a lot of different ways that I could go with that. But I wanted to try to be relevant with it for you guys. And so I've recently learned that a number of our discipleship groups have apparently just finished reading through the book of Leviticus. Oh, what a feat, right? Uh, my assumption is that this was not an isolated book that you chose to read, but probably part of a larger plan to read through the entire Bible over a course of time, which I highly recommend. I have no idea if those leaders listen to this podcast, but if they do, it got me to thinking. I just want to encourage them and, and anyone else uh, who maybe is trekking through Leviticus currently or through a hard part of the Bible and you kind of experience that lag effect after reading through a tough book or tough section. Lag effect. It's, uh, it's okay. You can admit it, right? Like, you began the year with great zeal. You blaze the trails of Genesis. You get awestruck through the book of Exodus. You just can't believe that you haven't ever read these parts of the Bible before. And then comes Leviticus. It uses a lot of words that just seem foreign. It has a lot of ideas that just seem to be out of this world. It just seems like it's not really engaging to you. And it certainly does it, is, it certainly does not seem as impactful as Genesis and Exodus was. Thus what I call the Levitical lag. And then comes the temptation to just skip it. Do we really need Leviticus? Let's skip it and move on to more exciting parts of the Bible. Well, let me give you one, really, but two quick reasons for why I think that you shouldn't do that. You need Leviticus. Reason number one, God is working even when you don't feel it. Brother and sister, there are going to be mornings that just feel very mundane. There are going to be passages that you read that just don't really rock you. <laughs> as others do. There are going to be plenty of mornings where you open up the Bible and you pray with fervency for God to just wreck you, to just feed your soul with heavenly manna. And 30 minutes pass by, and yet you've not seen a tablecloth come down from heaven that says, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But even in those mundane, really ordinary moments... That just don't seem to be that big. When you have your face before the word of God praying for the Holy Spirit to shape you by the glory being revealed. Even if you don't feel it. 
it's still happening. Do you know why I'm so confident about that? Because that's exactly what Jesus prayed for. And the Father always answers the prayers of the Son. Literally, John 17, 17 records a line from Jesus' prayer for His people. He's not praying this for the entire world. That's what He says in verse 9. He's praying it specifically for the children of God. And here's what He prays. Sanctify. That is... Set them apart in holiness to serve God. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So let me ask a big question here. Do you think that God only answers the prayer of Jesus there when you feel or have a really big spiritual moment? course not so let me encourage you to change your perspective perhaps a little bit when you open up the word begin by praying john 17 17 remind yourself of what jesus has prayed for you he's prayed for this it doesn't matter if i feel like this is a holy moment it is a holy moment because jesus has bought it for me Let me not operate by feelings, but by faith. And I will find that I'm much more disciplined to pursue even what I consider to be mundane parts. Train your mind to understand that even on those ordinary days, Jesus' prayer of John 17, 17 is being answered even if you don't feel it. So because of that, because of everything that we've just said, because of John 17, 17, even Leviticus is needed to shape your soul for heaven. Leviticus is strange at times. Sure, we all know that. But it also heralds the holiness of God. I mean, that truth is so abundantly clear in Leviticus that you have to try to miss it. And even more, it just pounds the truth into your mind that God's holiness is not just some big lofty idea, but it has implications for how you live your life in His presence as His child. I can feel myself getting worked up. I could really go on a kick right now and preach, but but let it suffice to say that even on those weird days in Leviticus... The Lord is shaping your heart according to His glory. You can be sure of that. Jesus has prayed for that. Jesus has prayed for all those moments, even the mundane ones. You need to read Leviticus. Don't skip it. It takes the whole Bible to make a whole Christian. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. I hope that's been encouraging for you. Have a great week. I'll see you next time. Blessings.